Welcome back to Rome Boys. On this episode, we're hanging with the Saints once again. Today's Saint, Saint Augustine. Yes. Augustine. Which one is it? <laughs> Augustine. <laughs> right, so there's three, there's three ways to say yeah. it. So we're talking about the grass? Yeah. <laughs> no. Place no. in Florida. Yeah, there we go. There you okay. go. That's actually a really old city. Really? Is it not like the oldest Wasn't that church? the first first mass was there, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Lots okay. of history there. Yeah. Well, you been tons. there? No, I haven't. And okay. my friends went, and I should have been there because they invited me because they lived there for a few years, and I never went, and I regret it now. So I have to go. Sometime. Just the tour. I wonder if there's anything from St. Augustine there, uh, or is it just... I don't know. There, sure. The, yeah, yeah, the there's church a church. Is there, mm-hmm. and golf course, really right? Old <laughs> and, yeah, right? In really. honor of St. Augustine. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's an old... It's not, is it not the oldest city in the United States? I think States? I remember like, hearing that, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Arguably the uh, most famous Protestant saint, St. Augustine. <laughs> <laughs> Second to Santa Claus. You know, it's interesting because you can find <laughs> this book actually uh, not in the Catholic section. Back when, you know, people used to go to Barnes and & Noble yeah, and things it was all the there. time. Sure. And Hastings bookstores. We even read it in Hastings, college, you know. I got goodness. I got a religion philosophy degree at a Protestant Christian school. We read Confessions. Yeah. yeah. They like St. Uh, Augustine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. I guess they don't consider him a Catholic. Who knows? <laughs> Sorry. So let's read a little bit of you bio. Guys. Oh, yeah, we do, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I feel the love, not the... Yes, yeah. we don't consider y'all, uh, you know, y'all are our brothers and sisters. Y'all are future Catholics. Okay. <laughs> We're hoping and praying. <laughs> a Christian at 33, a priest at 36, and a bishop at 41. What have you done with your life? What do you want to do with your life? I know. <laughs> Nothing compared to this man. <laughs> Many people are familiar with the bi- biographical sketch of Augustine of Hippo. Sinner turned saint in his work, the Confessions. His conversion is ranked one of the greatest in history. The story of St. Augustine is part the story of a mother who couldn't forget. Father Calloway, is his conversion greater than St. Augustine's? Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> They're <laughs> similar, quite similar. We can but say Father Calloway's is the greatest in maybe these times, perhaps, you know, yeah. of, of, know. of the people we I don't know. know. Was St. Yeah. Augustine ever kicked out of a country? <laughs> I don't know. A mafia, joining oh, the mafia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is he on a no-fly list? Father yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he probably. can fly into Japan, but he's never like actually left the airport. Oh, he's yeah. not been able to. Uh, yeah, I think all speaking engagements will be at the airport. Thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he it. wants to go back to Japan. He wants to call it the you know, like the conclusion of his back in black tour. Because uh, he was wearing black and white color. Gotcha. <laughs> nice. Shorter hair now, but <laughs> yeah, very much. Saint Augustine, a talented and scholarly young man, Augustine immersed himself in all the shallow pursuits of his pagan society. Mm. His mother, Monica, never gave up in praying for his conversion even following him from North Africa to Rome and on to Milan. Wow, perseverance. Way to go, Mama. There, Augustine met Bishop Ambrose, whose influence, along with Augustine's search of the scriptures, were key to his embrace of Christianity. It's like her prayers and and his intellect and preaching, bam, knocked out. Yeah, (laughs) That's what it took. Yeah. Yeah. Baptized in the year 387, Augustine was ordained a priest three years later and became Bishop of Hippo in North Africa in 395. 
uh, <clears throat> I think it, I don't know why. I always think it's interesting that he came from North Africa. You know, mm-hmm. you don't hear a whole lot about the older saints coming from Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was he white or black? Yeah, because icons portray him in both. Yeah, okay. so we just yeah. don't know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I find it interesting. Okay, the council. He was a bishop. He became a bishop in Hippo in North Africa in 395. Well, that was the same time they had the Council of Hippo. Mm. Oh, so hello. Yeah, exact same time. He had to have been there. Right? Well, yeah, he was yeah, there because yeah. that was where I think the, this was one of the councils that they confirmed the uh, canon of Scripture. the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he was a part of that. Yeah, yeah. He was a part of the canon of Scripture. All I didn't put that together, though, yeah, yeah that yeah. he would be there. Interesting, you know, the, the, um, the Vatican uh, has the oldest complete Bible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Father Mitch Paco was telling me he got to study it and uh, see it and how awesome is that. But yeah. Yeah. just how old that is. And to think about, you know, 387 years after Jesus's death and uh, <clears throat> and the oh, so much going on yeah. in yeah. the world. Yeah. Exciting and, times. Crazy times. Yeah. <laughs> and they had no immediate social media, you know, and no immediate communications. And yet these things were still going on. And, and right after the age of persecution. So like when you came outside, you might die, you know, yeah. and it's a few years after that to where like, Oh, okay. Now we have some peace, you know, right. but, our, but my mom and my dad didn't necessarily go through that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And you think about Africa. I mean, it's a pretty wild place anyway, yes. you know, just with different tribes and tribalism. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so, he was ordained a priest uh, three years later after he was baptized, so he just got right to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and, he didn't uh, mess around, for sure. <laughs> yeah. His writings, such as his Confessions and The City of God, are spiritual classics, for yes. sure. For sure. Uh, his philosophy and theology have influenced the church, even through today, and he's considered one of the greatest doctors of the church. A lot of people say that over the first thousand years is him and Thomas Aquinas, the next just, thousand yeah, years, just the great... The great saints. Well and I would definitely, sure. everybody yeah. should read the confessions. I always say everybody should read everything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. You know, so there's a lot of things, but this has to be in your top ten. It's it has not to be. Big. And the it's first no, part not. is basically his story, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. it gets a little bit more headier with the theology, philosophy, uh, the second part. Yeah. But, uh, That's where I'll have to read it twice or three times. Well, the first part won't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the second part, yes. Anybody, yeah. A little, yeah. He's, he's a smart cookie. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, at the age of 31 in 386, St. Augustine, who at the time had become strongly inspired and influenced by the life of St. Anthony of the Desert, and he was the very, one of the very first monks in the East, was prompted by a voice to take up and read. So there's an, a moving scene in the St. Augustine movie that Ignatius Press puts out. It's pretty cool. I'm just picturing it right now. Mm-hmm. St. Augustine took the voice as a command and came across the epistle of the Romans that St. Paul wrote. And in it, it said, so he finds his random Bible. He opens it up to this passage. And this is him living the worldly life and everything you can imagine he's doing. Mm. Quote, not in rioting and drunkenness. He's like, oops, I've done both of those. <laughs> not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. He's like, ah, to fulfill the lust thereafter. And then Augustine said, that's it. I'm becoming a Catholic. I'm giving my life to Jesus. So the Ambrose, Monica, and this moment with Scripture. Made the ultimate Catholic. Bible roulette. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls up to that. It works. Yeah, <laughs> Not always, crazy. but it did for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, St. Augustine, he grew up in an interfaith family, interfaith home. His mother, St. Monica, was a devout Christian and had a profound influence in drawing St. Augustine to the Lord. His father... 
Patricus. I think that's how you say yeah. it. Patricus. Okay, he was a pagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, was a significant public figure as well. He eventually converted to Christianity on his deathbed. Yep. You know, maybe not Saint, like a Saint Augustine or Saint Con- or Saint Constantine. I was going to say Saint Constantine. <laughs> yeah. Like Constantine, you're just like, wait, I'm almost dead. All right, now I'll convert. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I don't think And then, counts. of course, Monica's prayers again. Boom. Yep. She got the yeah. two men so in her life. Both. <laughs> Saint. St. Dismas. St. Augustine of Hippo is the patron of brewers mm-hmm. because of his conversion from the former life of immoral living, which included parties, entertainment, and worldly ambitions. That's mm-hmm. funny how I got that one. When I taught theology, I would have my students dress up as saints, and of course, inevitably, a boy would pick St. Augustine, and he said, hey, Mr. Frasco, can I bring in a keg or bring in beer? Uh, I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get St. Augustine and St. Arnold together. <laughs> yeah. It's party. Yeah. And Friar Tech. No, <laughs> uh, as a boy, he became conscious of sin in a special way uh, when he participated mm. in pointless act of theft. I'm a criminal. Yes. How, mm. how, the how pear crazy. tree? Is that what the story was? So, yeah. Uh, this made a profound impression on him, and he later wrote about it, and he wrote that he regretted it in the confessions he describes in a garden there was a pear tree loaded with fruit that was desirable neither in appearance nor in taste Hmm. Uh, late one night a group of very bad youngsters set out to shake down and rob this tree we took great loads of fruit from it Hmm. not for our own eating but rather to throw it to the pigs Hmm. even if we did eat a little bit of it we did this to do what pleased us for the reason that it was forbidden. Embarrassing. Sure. The forbidden fruit. <laughs> Again, yeah, round two. <laughs> there it is. Behold my heart, O Lord. Behold my heart, upon which you had mercy in the depths of the pit. Behold now, let my heart tell you what it looked for there. That I should be evil without purpose, and that there should be no cause for my evil, but evil itself. Mm. Doing it just because they told me not to do it. Yeah. Think of a two-year-old. There you yeah. go. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Because there is no logic or cause, yeah. and the one you're doing it against you love, you know. Yeah. Uh, Why did you do that? I don't know. Yeah. It's right. hard to identify with the saints when they get to be so awesome and amazing and holiness is pervading in their life. But when they sin <laughs> and they yeah. mess up and they ask for forgiveness, like the reading this morning, I was reading for Mass, you know, David sinned with Bathsheba and Uriah, uh-huh. but he asked for forgiveness and yeah. he has total mercy. And you're like, there is hope because <laughs> we all are there. We all, we just got to make it the next yeah. step up yeah. to that holiness but the key level. To forgiveness though is you have to mean it. Amen. I mean, you have to be true. Contrite. For it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You contrite. You have to be the contrite heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you intentionally go sin because right. you know, you can go confess. I mean, right. that's just right. 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 With the full intent of doing it again. Right. Well, then you're yeah, not forgiven, well, right? Do you have to be yeah. contrite? Yeah. To have yeah. true forgiveness. Yeah. 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 I, I just feel like that double culpable. Yeah. for the sin itself mm. even if you do confess in mm-hmm. fact and are contrite like that wage there you know yeah, just like a priest right they're called to a higher calling mm-hmm. and if they teach wrong mm-hmm. uh, intentionally they're held 
more culpable. The scripture yeah, the more is very clear. More that's given, more is expected. Yeah. 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 And then also the punishment from the sin, right? We always forget that. Woo, yeah, I'm punishment. good to go sure. after I go to confession. But then, yeah, what about all the effects? The and I think, still and that's bumper, why we right? talked about Mother Teresa last time. You know, like she, you know, realizes her sin. Then she does 16 hours a day of work because she knows she's a sinner, but she's going to make up for it yeah. <laughs> and go yeah. straight to heaven because of all the good deeds and all the giving yeah. her life to Christ fully. The, the interesting imagery is, uh, you know, when they hung Jesus on the cross, they put nails into the wood, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they took them down, but the nail holes were still in yeah, the cross. Yeah, and they would stretch the body to reach yeah. those holes. Yeah. 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 So the the holes of the cross that even Jesus hung on were still there. Like, mm-hmm. they're there yeah. for us I, to I see. I had and thought know. not too long ago. Did it hurt? Just, you know, when we get to the when we to our judgment, and we're seeing all the past deeds that we've done and stuff like that. You know, you think of the the just shame that you'll feel from all, you know, just witness, re-witnessing everything sure. that you did that was terrible in your life. But mm-hmm. I think also, I don't know, just this kind of revelation came to me too, is not only are you going to see what you did, but you're also going to see why you did it. Mm-hmm. You know, what you're oh, going to be able yeah. to see the brokenness inside of you. Does our wife get to watch our channel in purgatory? (laughs) 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 I hope it's, yeah, only one subscriber, right? (laughs) Yep. This is your purgatory. You must watch Room Boys. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) Read me. I lived with him. I don't want to watch him. (laughs) Well, thank you all for joining us for another Hanging with the Saints. St. Augustine, pray for us. Yeah. Check out our Please. our uh, website, romeboys.org. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Patreon, all those other good outlets. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. The links are on romeboys.org. Boom. That's true. In the meantime, be bold. Be real. Be Catholic. God, God bless. bless.